2: While your KSU gurus are doing game previews, you boneheads sit-brews and ride right on your skidoo's. doos those Boscos work hard for the team they adore. While they interview cats about their buzzer-beaters, y'all fend off mosquitoes and sip lime readers those Boscos want to give the fans a little more. Sometimes we just want to riff and give our fans a little gift, and not have to worry
3: about what we're gonna say. Bonehead Mama and Bonehead Pa.
2: We got love for all of y'all. So come on down. It's Free Play Friday. Woo, Bosco's
0: Boys. Welcome on, boys. Two. The boys are back and we are here for a free play Friday. And honestly, I think this is going to be a silly one. This is gonna be a fun one. I can't wait for it. Grant is making back-to-back show appearances. He's on the COVID rebound. But who I really want to introduce is someone who it's a shame he hasn't been on before this. He says he hates the sound of his own voice, but I love him. He's the guy who is the mastermind behind our rebrand. He's the man behind all our dope-ass merch and graphics. He's the guy behind the best fan mock-up uniforms in the world. Over at Two the Ville, it is William Dubois. Will first off Mazeltov, congrats on the recent wedding, but more importantly, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Scott. Appreciate the congratulations, and you know I might have to endure this on my own voice just so I can hear that intro again. That was uh, very generous of you, as usual.
0: Uh, well, it's because we love you, Grant. Uh, you know he he's starting to get smell again. Grant, say something because I think sometimes folks. Don't believe me when I say you're actually on because I talk so much.
3: I'm here. Back-to-back shows, um, which is some people might think that that's a record for me, but it's not. I've had a few string of shows longer. It's good to be back. I'm ready to talk about some rivalry games.
0: Yes, this is honestly, I I think the idea of Free Play Friday has gotten away from us. It's just kind of been regular type shows, uh, but this is what, this Friday show was made for it's just to get silly we're just having fun and it's basically to talk about what I love most about college football stupid rivalries and wacky trophies we're actually going to go through uh, all K-State big 12 uh, games come up with a rivalry name and a fake trophy and just have fun But before we do that, I want to go around and kind of pay homage, talk about some of what the more uh, fun or trophies and rivalry names that we like in college football. I'm going to start with Will, the guest. Will, what are some college football either rivalry names or trophies that you get a kick out of when you see them pop up on Twitter or ESPN College Game Day?
1: Well, I think first off, we have to acknowledge this is during Farmageddon Week, which is one of the best names out there for a rivalry. So I think it's obviously that's why you picked the subjects this week, but that's got to be top up there. But um, I wrote down a few others I like, whether it's the schools or the name, but um, World's Largest Ever Cocktail Party. It just sounds like a fun time. You don't need to know anything else about it. Um, That's something that you want to go to. Um, I also like the Revivalry. I think that's a clever name. Um, Also in the clever names, I like the Butt Bowl. That's the Baylor, Texas Tech one. Um, And then one of my favorite ones I followed, uh, and it was kind of recent, was the civil conflict uh, between UConn and Central Florida. And that was, uh, for anyone that wasn't following, that was where uh, UConn decided one year to just make up a trophy game with UCF. And they won it the first year, and then when they played down at UCF, UCF just left the trophy on the field, and it disappeared, and Scott Frost apparently refused to acknowledge it um, to reporters or anything else. So I just thought it was kind of funny how, how sad that one was. It was a very sad-looking trophy, and it just it was kind of a sad saga to follow, and sometimes train wrecks were fun to watch.
0: I love it. Grant, are there any trophies or rivalry names that you, you get a kick out of?
3: Um, not necessarily, I mean, there's a few, not necessarily the name of the rivalries, but I want to add to, um, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. They actually going back, dating back 10 years, um, they have an addition to that where they actually play for something called the war for the oar, um, um, instead of a trophy, um, the winning team is awarded a 12 foot wooden oar, which, resides at the winning university until the next rivalry game. And the orb was carved out of a thousand-year-old cypress tree, um, felled, you know, from its namesake swamp in an area that's been fought over between um, Georgia and Florida, dating back to colonial times. And that started back in 2009. So I think that's pretty cool. And it just goes to show – I mean, of course, those teams have – their rivalry obviously goes way back. But it just goes to show that trophies and – you know, rivalries can be born um, in the new age. It doesn't have to be a historic rivalry for you to play for something like we could have definitely a trophy for Farmageddon if we really wanted to, because it started to heat up in about the last 10 years. So I think that makes sense. Um, The civil war for Oregon, Oregon state, not really an exciting rivalry by any means, not a very cool name, but I think the trophy is funny. The reason for the trophy, it's something that, Seems like it 100% had to just come from, like, a kindergartner's brain. Um, It's a platypus, and the reason that it's a a platypus is because it's a combination of what they – of a duck and a beaver. Like, how stupid is that? I fucking love it. And then, of course, uh, this was – I don't know if you guys saw this. It was featured on College Game Day, I don't know, a handful of years ago. The troll – for Concordia-Moorhead versus, like, St. Olaf or something. It's, like, the ugliest trophy in college football. It looks like the Kowakian monkey lizard that sits next to next to Jabba the Hutt. Uh, that's got to be the best trophy, most half ass
1: trophy in the country. Those well, wait, hold thing. on. You say that, but have you seen that land-grant trophy that they trot out between, like, I think it's Penn State and someone else? Yeah, that one's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so I, I want to run through some the ones I love so much. So the Egg Bowl, it got its name back in the 70s because the trophy is a golden egg. But here's the thing. It originally was a football, but back when they started playing, footballs, you know, were a little more round. So they basically just said, screw it. This isn't a football anymore. It's a golden egg. So, again, that's just something stupid that it has evolved into one of – the most funny names, the Egg Bowl. Um, There's the pig, the Floyd of Rosedale for Iowa, Minnesota. Another one that I love, Boise State versus Fresno State, play for just this big old milk can, like this silver milk can that looks like it just belongs underneath the cow that you're milking. Then, of course, there's Paul Bunyan's axe between Wisconsin, Minnesota, another cool one. Then just two obscure ones, an iron skillet, TCU, SMU, I'm sure I could have done more research and figured out why they play for literally this rusted old iron skillet and then the keg of nails Louisville Cincinnati and then just some names I want to give quick shout out because you guys mentioned some of them the Holy War Utah versus BYU amazing name especially when you take into account you know crazy Mormons and kind of hippies at Utah so I think Holy War is good Uh, Northwest Missouri State and Truman State, so here in Missouri, uh, you know, lower level, they play for the old, uh, excuse me, an old hickory stick. So they call that the old hickory stick game. And then Georgia, Georgia Tech, clean, old-fashioned hate. And then Georgia Southern, Georgia State, modern day hate. Um, Just all these names and trophies. It's it's literally what makes college football the best sport in the world. Because you know what, if the Chiefs and, the Chiefs and Broncos, you know, they just play each other, but they don't have, like, a freaking old-ass hatchet that they pass around back and forth. That's
3: just what makes college football the best. The keg of nails for uh, Louisville-Cincinnati is another just dog shit trophy. It's just I mean, a keg filled with nails.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And then there's, like, the old oaken and bucket. And again, the Big Ten has a ton of random fucking trophies. I feel like every other game is a trophy game up there. Um, It's one thing I respect
3: about the Big Ten
0: Yeah, and it's fun Some of them suck, but most of them are cool Or some of them suck so hard that they're funny Um, Will, is there any random Big Ten trophy that might be your favorite?
1: Uh, I like the Illibuck I think that's kind of cool Just like the combination there And the history of the I believe it's a, a wooden turtle that replaced a real turtle So there you go, shout out to You could have maybe a live mascot for rivalry even um, I think you mentioned the salamander. So, so there you go. There's some history there. Um, the big Ten, one of the ones I thought was interesting in a bad way was the heroes trophy that they trotted out there for Nebraska, Iowa. Um, Cause that's kind of, it's interesting. You can see in rivalries, the history, whether it's new or it's an old trophy and you can kind of see how they're trying to fit Nebraska in and they have that kind of, odd look it's kind of scary looking if you look closely at the the figures on there but i think that's almost like a litmus test for trophies and and uh history is it just looks so force and you can kind of see that for some trophies and you can see where history between schools just doesn't really jive and try to make it work for money and just doesn't work
0: Yep, and i'm sure some of ours are stupid and my guess is that uh, none of these would. Pro- well, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there'll be some really good ones. I doubt any of these would have any real traction. But I think it's fun. And you know what? KC only has one trophy game. and That trophy sucks. So I'm all about creating some new ones. Before we get into it, though, we need to talk about bet online. Use promo code armchair, folks. As you guys are listening to this, you're getting ready for probably the best 10 day period in sports gambling. On the schedule every single year, you're going to have some college basketball starting up. You have all sorts of college football. You have those Thanksgiving games in the NFL. All sorts of football. Get over to Bet Online. Use promo code Armchair. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And Patrick Mahomes is now the uh, favorite to win the MVP after my campaigning. So get some money in on Patrick Mahomes to win the NFL on the MVP. If you send me a bet slip from Bet Online. I'll send you a Christmas card and a Bosco's Boys koozie, online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So we're going to go through – fuck Baylor. I'm not talking about Baylor. uh, But we're going to come up with rivalry names or trophies for every other K-State game in the Big 12. But before we do, did either of you come up with any possible non-con rivalry games or trophies? Non-con.
3: No, I didn't even think about that. Were we supposed to?
0: I think I might have put something in the notes. I can't remember. Will, did you come up with
3: something that you would like to share for
0: a non-con possible game?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got uh, some big eight here. So um, this one's uh, the first starting off at one of my weak names. But I think for, for Nebraska, you could do the... Ogallala opposition, and uh, the winner of the trophy is water rights for a year, um, so you can water the crops, basically. I feel like that one would get a lot of interest from some non-sports fans that would want to know if they can water their crops for a year. (laughs) Um, uh, The other one is for Colorado, uh, fracas of the flags. Um, I don't know if you've looked at the Kansas flag, but it's got mountains in there. So if Kansas State wins, we get everything east of the Rockies for a year. And if Colorado wins, they get to redesign our sorry-looking flag.
0: <laughs> I, I love those. I love those. I I have one because I love UTSA. I love our UTSA friends who continue to listen to the show despite us, you know, playing two years ago. So I would have the Acme Anvil game, K-State versus the Roadrunners. The winner gets a fake Acme Anvil, uh, you know, it, it'd probably be made out of styrofoam or something, so no one get hurt. But I just want to... You know, picture Blake Lynch acting like an anvil's going to fall on him after he kicks a game-winning field goal versus UTSA.
1: You know know how they do those uh, fly-ins for people paratrooping before the game? Maybe they could just drop an anvil from one of those aircraft before the game on the field from, you know, 800 feet up or something.
0: Oh, I think that would be amazing. So we're going to get into it now. We'll start with Grant, then we'll go to Will and then me. Uh, So, we're going to start off K State versus KU. I know Grant and I have given some theories on this, but Grant, would you change the Sunflower Showdown name? And what is your official landing on what you want the new trophy to be?
3: I got a couple different things since um, just to bring a little more variety to the show since we've already talked about what we might do. Um, The name I would like to go with is Bleeding Kansas because I think that would be cool, Um, a good homage to the history with John Brown. Um, And it also kind of has a double meaning, especially for our live times. Um, Kansas usually leaves that game battered, bruised, and bleeding. So um, I think that would be fitting. And you could do the trophy instead of a trophy, live John Brown, salamander, a salamander named John Brown. But if you don't do that, you could do something along the same vein, the trophy being a live animal, being the box turtle, and you call it the fight for Dwight. So like that.
0: That's good. That's good. Will do that. What about you? Are you keeping certainly better than the
3: governor's cup.
0: The governor's cup is trash. Will, what's your salt for K State? KU.
1: Uh, you know, I like the name Sunflower Showdown. I think that's that's pretty good name. Um, I like Dwight. That sounds pretty good. Uh, I like box turtles. I used to we used to have a little box turtle for a while, so I'm all on board with that. Um, kind of similar to Grant in a little bit, I was looking back at history, so I was thinking uh, conflict on the cot, because uh, both rivers played a pretty crucial role in the history of the uh, cities, respectively, and it was steamboats that brought the settlers into those cities, so I thought you could get a steamboat wheel for whoever wins, and, you know, hey, you could have Willie on the 50 doing a steamboat Willie impression uh, after beating KU, so that was kind of my idea there. But I like the name overall. Uh, the Governor's Cup Trophy is—it could just be a trophy on the wall of a shop, and you wouldn't know it's the K-State KU Trophy. So I think we could we could improve that to make it a little bit more regionalized or local. Yep,
0: yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm sticking with Sunflower Showdown. Sticking with the large bronze salamander. I'm now very attached to that name although I like conflict on the ca, and, you know, the, the history there. I'm, I'm a fan of that. So let's move into K-State West Virginia. Grant, what did you conjure up for K-State versus West Virginia?
3: This is going to be the annual West Virginia bathroom M- etiquette seminar game. Look, we know – I mean, we know how head coach Neil Brown conducts himself in terms of bathroom etiquette and manners. And for those that you don't know, I mean, I was practically assaulted – by Neil Brown in the bathroom at the big 12 media days. Um, so, I mean, what do you think, what do we think the surrounding culture is there that the head coach is implementing? I think it, tr- it trickles down from the top. I think we need to take an annual stand, an annual attempt to educate, you know, those hillbilly freaks and uh, that a man just doesn't barge into a bathroom without knocking, you know, when clearly there's a line and it's a single stall bathroom and the trophy would be the black toilet.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, Will, I'm sure yours is a little bit more realistic and not as inside baseball, but what do you have for K-State West Virginia?
1: Uh, well, mine doesn't contain as much practical knowledge about bathroom usage as Grant's does, but uh, I was thinking something along the lines of like the Flintlock Trophy or something like that since they've got a musketeer with the musket and we got the Flint Hills. Uh, you, you could do a, a, a musket, Trophy, but what I was actually thinking, uh, you know, when you go to like Dick's Sporting Goods or Galleons, R.I.P., you get those little miniature uh, sleeping bags or tents. I thought you could get like a miniature lawn chair from Dick's from their display stand. Just take that, and then whoever wins gets the light on fire after the game because I know they like burning couches and stuff like that.
0: I like that one. The the one I came up with was the John Brown battle because Harper's Ferry is in what is now West Virginia. And you'd be battling for John Brown's Bible. So, uh, you know, as part of, you know, the iconic uh, portrait in the state, state house, he's holding the Bible and the gun. So that's what, we're, that's what I'm going to go with there. Um, all right, K-State versus Texas Tech. Grant, let would you come up for this one? I see that smile. I'm looking forward to this.
3: It's the mutually indifferent lame game. So, you know, I mean, even with heated games, there's really no emotional connection there for me. I don't think there's any connection with anybody. I don't like them. Or I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't like them. I don't hate them. Um, I'm pretty indifferent to Texas Tech. The trophy would be a couch with a husband and a wife in a loveless marriage, kind of sitting far away from each other, eating like a TV dinner. One of them would have a K-State shirt. The other would have a Texas Tech shirt.
0: I, lo- I love it. Will, wh- what do you have for that one?
1: Um, wow, uh, Grant, I feel like we were thinking pretty similarly. But um, so I was I'm sure. <laughs> so K-State's on the Great Plains and uh, Texas Tech on the West Texas Plains, something like that. So I was thinking of just calling it the Plain Rivalry. And uh, the winner gets uh, everyone gets white plain, you know, triple XL shirts, and you get to go to this burger after the game and get a plain cheeseburger. So that, that was my Texas Tech one. It's the playing rivalry.
0: I, I like both of yours better than mine. I So I went with, especially since Colorado's not in the conference anymore, Manhattan and Lubbock are the two, two most western cities. At least I think so. No one fact-checked that one. So I called it the Wild West game. And the trophy is just a mounted silver tumbleweed. Uh, when I was in Lubbock, I actually saw actual tumbleweeds out there. So, uh you know that that that's what I'm going with. Now it's time for K-State versus TCU. Grant, what's this is one that you told me I was really gonna like. So, what's your K-State versus TCU? I don't,
3: uh, I don't know if that's actually true. All right, so purple historically represents kings and queens. It's it's the color of royalty. So I would call it the Royal Rumble. Um, and there's the crown is just gonna be a golden crown. But here's the kicker. Whoever wins gets to wear purple the next year, regardless of homer way status.
0: Ooh, I like that one. I like that little twist on it. I, I really do. It wasn't undersold. Uh, Will, you look like you're getting another beer there. What, what's your K State versus TCU rivalry idea?
1: First off, I want to say I like that uniform idea to kind of change it up. That would be something that you'd see on like UniWatch and other stuff. So that could bring some more attention to the game. But. uh, You know, I was thinking we're close to Fort Riley, and they're close. Well, they are in Fort Worth. So you could just name it, like, something like Fort Tailgate, and then the trophy would be a trophy of half Bill Snyder, the fort side. And then you'd have uh, their stadium on the other side give you some slogans, like protect the fort or something like that. But um, nothing, nothing too crazy on mine for TCU.
0: Yeah, mine is purple pandemonium. And the trophy would just be a paint palette, like you see in the cartoon, just like that flat thing, the little hole in it with just different shades of purple on it. So you're just, you know, it's it's pandemonium for the palette. So different shades of purple. Talk about Uniwatch. He, he, I'm sure he'd love it. All the different pan tones. He hates the color purple, actually. Actually, <laughs> I unfollowed him. I got tired of his bullshit. I unfollowed him. And so I'm just going to need someone to like send me direct links of any time he's talking about actual uniforms and not getting butt hurt about people wearing camo. Uh, so I unfollowed him on Twitter. It was, it was a rough day. So that's what I'm going with. I'm
1: disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed on his, uh, take on purple. I understand that people have favorite colors and not favorite colors, but I don't think you can just completely dismiss a color and not use it or just say they're all bad. Personally, But um, yeah, I I agree with you there. Although I will say uh, a lot of the camo hate is deserved because a lot of times it's just a cheap way to sell some merch. I've seen that down at the K-State Superstore. Uh, all that K State Super Source just...
0: trash, and honestly, so is Fanatics and their generic bullshit. I just wish uh, it's all—it's all stupid. But we're gonna move on. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Get over to Manscaped.com for the perfect package 3.0. It comes with the lawnmower 3.0. It comes with a pair of the perfect package boxer briefs it comes with the crop preserver and literally everything you could ever want that's the Boxers, Crop Reserver, the Ball Deodorant, Lawnmower 3.0. It doesn't include the nose and ear hair trimmer that I'm still waiting on. But guess what? You can get that there too. If you use promo code armchair, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. Also, a reminder to get over to BAT Online. Some of the best gambling weeks are almost upon us with Thanksgiving and beyond. You in hell, fuck MLS playoffs, go sporting KC, European leagues are going to so much stuff. Use promo code armchair for all your welcome bonuses over at Bet Online. There are exclusive online wagering partners. All right, let's get to the home stretch here K State versus Oklahoma. It's becoming a rivalry. We're beating them, we're going to win three or four more times. It's awesome. Grant, what trophy are we going to be taking back with us after we win? You know. Three or four more over Oklahoma.
3: The trophy we will be taking back will be the duality of Bob Stoops. Um, and this rivalry game is going to be called the, the Bob Stoops roast, calling it a roast because we both have ties through Bobby Boy, um, and he deserves some serious flack for being the backstabber that he was. But a roast is truly a, a testimonial in a way for Oklahoma and us to honor Bob Stoops a little bit. We've Look, we've talked about how, how a lot of roads kind of lead back to Stoops with this game. And, you know, while he has a positive history with us and with the rebuild, he, he stole the win from our sales for our glory years. So the duality of Bob Stoops is going to be Bob Stoops with a, a little devil Bob Stoops and a little angel
1: Bob Stoops.
0: I like it. Will, what do you have for K-State Oklahoma?
1: Uh, you know, I, did, I couldn't think of a great name for this one. I was thinking something like the Prairie Schooner or, like, just call it the 11 a.m. kickoff because I know that would drive them crazy. But uh, so, backstory, just a real quick backstory for the trophy. Uh, one of the games we showed up at in Norman, we didn't realize that they had backwards liquor laws where you couldn't buy alcohol before – I don't know if it's like, 10 or 11 – and of course, game time's creeping up on us. So we just get in the Uber and we roll onto their campus, which is wet during day. And we didn't have any beer or anything like that. Uh, so we just show up on campus, and as soon as we step out of the Uber, there's this group of girls that just comes up to us and they say, Hey, we're leaving right now. Do you want our cooler of beer? And so we're on campus maybe one minute without a beer, and someone hands us a cooler full of beer. So Uh, This is going to be the only trophy that's handed out before the game. It's going to be called the Golden Cooler, and it's going to be, you know, like 20 feet wide by 40 feet, and all the fans before the game get to congregate around the Golden Cooler and get a free beer.
0: I like it. This this one for me was like my biggest cop-out. I called it the Big 8 Brawl. Nebraska and Colorado aren't here, so the last two, you know, big names from the Big 8 era is K-State, Oklahoma, It'd just be a big old bronze, big eight logo, that stupid little square. It's usually green when I picture it in my head. So, that, that's what I have. So, let's move on to K-State versus <laughs> Oklahoma State. Grant, what, what do you have there?
3: This one's pretty weak. Um, Stillwater, Manhattan, similar towns, I guess. Um, I think Stillwater is a lot shittier than Manhattan. doesn't have the charm that Manhattan carries. But it's called the Cowtown Throwdown. Um, trophy – No trophy, but the losing team has to treat the winning team to a night out for a fancy steak dinner.
0: I I like that one. Will, what do you have for K-State Oklahoma State?
1: You know, I couldn't think of a great one either, so I just figured I'd try to further an agenda of mine instead. Uh, So this one's kind of – you know they have those paddles they like to whomp on the side? So this is all about hashtag bring back skits. Um, and the winner basically gets to direct the skit for the next year where uh, Willie can paddle the Cowboy or however they want to do it. But the winner basically gets to control the skit that they have to play at the, the stadium for next year.
0: I like that one. Uh, this one for me is the land grant grapple. The trophy is going to be a golden top hat resembling Abraham Lincoln's. Because uh, he signed into law the land grants uh, law, I don't even know what the name of the law was, but, but it created. It. Act. Yes, there you go, there you go. Uh, to and both both schools are land grant schools, so that that's what it is. They're going to be playing for you know the golden Abraham Lincoln top hat. So
3: K State Texas grants. What what do you have for K State Texas? Look, history of this matchup, Cats have always. Been always probably will be, you know, bar maybe 98, 99, outmatched with resources and talent. Um, similar to the famous Battle of Thermopylae, where 300 <laughs> Spartans had to hold off, you know, 100 to 150,000 Persians. Um, so I'm going to call this the, and look, it's 1010 now in the series, which kind of makes me sad, but that shows half the time, you know, we send those prima donna longhorn pussies back um back to austin after a good old-fashioned hard-nosed beating so um i'm calling it the battle of thermostat thermostat um the trophy is a, sil- a silver shield there you go i like that it what do well, you say
1: that again
3: the battle of thermostat there we go okay got it
1: okay <laughs> So for mine, uh, I was thinking their longhorns and the cattle drives have typically ended up in KC or thereabouts, and K-State has a great meat dredging program, etc. So it's battle for the brisket. Um, And for the trophy, uh, K-State's known for Aggieville, and they're known for Sixth Street, so... You have some of those 20-year-old students. Someone goes, grabs a 6th uh, Street sign, and someone grabs a Morrow one. You put that on a street pole, and people can parade around after the game with the 6th and Morrow sign. I,
0: I like that one. Uh, I'm sticking with the Chisholm Trail rivalry. Shout-out to Go Emo. I'm pretty sure uh, they came up with that. Uh, Jimmy, KC underscore fan, I think has some pretty good photoshops back in the day. Uh, so it's going to be the Chisholm Trail rivalry, and the trophy is going to be an actual lasso. I want to see Will Howard chasing around Jack Stanine with the lasso, trying to rope him up. I think that would be a great visual. So we are going to end with K-State versus Iowa State. I hope all of us are sticking with Farmageddon, but we'll, we'll see. Grant, where do you land on this, what quite possibly is now the biggest and most meaningful rivalry in the Big 12?
3: I mean, obviously keeping Farmageddon elite name, um, but I'm taking the trophy a different direction. Um, I don't want any Thanksgiving. I don't want any farm shit. I'm going with the golden keyboard. Each year, you know, instead of the score, whichever team wins get to choose to engrave, you know, whatever tweets they want from an opposing fan to shame them for their terrible takes. Typically, it's going to be some Iowa State fan bitching about how the refs shamed them or something. So it's going to be the golden keyboard because this – I mean, this rivalry was really born online. So I'm taking it that way. I
0: love it. I love it. Will?
1: Yeah, you got to keep Armageddon. Um, I try to come up with some alternative names uh, just as a side. But I I think it's funny. I like – I thought, you know, everyone complains about driving through Iowa or Kansas, so you could do something like 350 miles of paved purgatory, and that's the distance between the stadiums. But um, for a trophy, you know, I thought you could do a 30 rack of bush or something like that. But you were talking earlier about how really this is in the, the hands of the fans, and so I thought one that you guys could kind of do yourselves would be uh, the winner gets the Twitter account password for the loser. So if you find any of those salty Iowa State fans, feel free to offer up your, your password to them.
0: I like That's that good. one. That's I good. like that one a lot. Uh, mine, I'm sticking with it. I, I came up with this a few years ago. I'm not, it's, it's basically, you know, the salamanders in the same ballpark. I'm attached to it. I want it to happen. Probably won't, but this game has, you know, at least for the last four or five years, been around Thanksgiving time. So I'm going with the golden pecan pie. Get a bakery sponsor, and guess what? After you're awarded the pie, the teams get to chow down on pies in the end zone. Again, I keep going back to Jackson E, back I could see him double fisting, you know, a pecan pie, like a chocolate silk, just going to town on it. Noah Johnson. Sticking his face in a pumpkin pie, just lots of pies. so that's what I have. Those are all of our rivalry games and trophy ideas out of all of them that you heard grants what is what is one of your favorites from this exercise?
3: I mean, I legitimately would love to take the purple idea because I think that um, players would invest in that there There could only be one purple team here in the in the conference. We're the OGs. Um, I mean, it sickens me every time I see TCU uh, donning our color. So I think to play for the right for purple in every game would be pretty cool, in my opinion. I like um, Will's Nebraska idea. Remind me what that was called.
1: Uh, The Ogallala opposition.
3: I think that would be good. Um, Although I don't know if the stakes are really worth it. Um, I think we should be uh, probably watering those crops regardless um i mean they're all pretty good you guys came up with real ideas i i figured that i had to balance that out and be a you know a, a dumb ass as i normally am on here but I, I mean i thought they were all pretty damn good all right well what what are some of the favorites that
0: you either brought to the table or heard today
1: um, you know, I really liked, I enjoyed the story the first time you told it, Grant on the previous podcast about Neil Brown, and I'm just concerned about his <laughs> etiquette. So I think that's got to be a must, whether that's for a trophy or uh, that's just something you guys do for him. Um, I also enjoyed the the purple with TCU. I think that's, uh, there's not too many purple schools. So I think that's a pretty good one as well. I, I, I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, and then I I really liked your uh, Moro and Sixth Street idea uh, when we played Texas. I think that I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it should happen. I think that some you know frat boys should probably you know get that going, or just some degenerate you know freshmen in all the dorm halls. I think that should become. A- a trophy I think that also I think that might be the most realistic out of all of these I, I like that one and also Grant I mean I think maybe the next time we have Gene Taylor on we need to bring the idea of you know winner gets to wear purple the next year I think that means the first time they play they have to wear their black uniforms we have to wear our white and then from that moment on winner boom I think I think that's a good one so Uh, I had a lot of fun doing this. I want all the bonus. Tweet us in any different trophy ideas, any rivalry ideas. Tell us what your favorite rivalry name or trophy is in college football. This is what college football is. It's awesome. There's stupid stuff that becomes a trophy every day. You know, there's the $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy that started with like Faux Pellini in uh, Minnesota. We could probably make something happen if we tried hard enough. We just need to come up with the idea and go for it. So maybe that needs to be the mission. Before 2021, Boneheads Unite, we come up with, hey, this is our favorite idea. We're just going to make it happen. So that's what I have to say to the Boneheads. Will, this is your first appearance on here. Um, And probably outside of Grant and I, you have had the most influence on this show over the last 18 months, spearheading some of the rebranding, some of the merch, the logos, all that type of stuff. So first off, I have to say thank you. Second off, you listen long enough to know that we're going to give you the platform to say whatever you want to the bonehead. So this is your time.
1: Uh, well, I appreciate it. You know, I know all the boneheads appreciate the content you make. And so just being part of that and working with you guys is pretty fun. Case um, staters are a pretty good group in general. So you know, just interacting with them or seeing how they interact with stuff that we've worked on together is a lot of fun. Um, if you do want to follow to the bill, uh, there's Instagram and Twitter. One uses the number two and one uses the letters T-O. I can't remember which, but <laughs> I should probably get those synced up. But that's uh, Twitter and Instagram. Don't follow me. I'm not that exciting. But uh, no, it's been great working with you guys. And I appreciate the opportunity to appear on the podcast.
0: Well, I appreciate everything you did. Also, I, I can't remember if we gave you enough of the credit for the History of Bosco episode, which was actually the first ever episode we did on Zoom. Um, but I want to give you all the credit for that. You did all the research. You did all the background on that. I basically just read it off, and Grant and I reacted to all of that. So I'm sad that this isn't your second appearance on the show, And that wasn't your first, but again, no one, you've also become like the official Bosco historian. So I want to give you credit for that as well.
1: Well, you know what? I'll take credit for that. I'll take credit for you guys uh, discovering Zoom. I'll take credit for all of it, but yeah, it's fun reading about some of that stuff, you know, even, uh, you know, it's a dog that was around a hundred years ago. It's, it's really interesting. The K-State's got a pretty rich history. Um, you know, in 100 years, I'm sure some some people on their Brainwave podcast will be discovering Bosco's voice. So just add to the history there.
0: I love it. All right, Grant, do you have anything to say before
3: uh, before we sign off? Before we end the show?
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I'd like to extend my congratulations to you and your new wife. Um, will, not me. Correct.
0: I
1: was confused for a second there. I was yeah. – To our guests, our guests. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I got secret married. Actually, no, never mind.
3: um, Yeah, congratulations. Um, That's uh, one positive to come out of the year of 2020, and you will be able to remember the year 2020 on a positive note. So that's good. Um, Appreciate you everything that you do. I think you're very talented. Um, I think you should get into the uniform design game um, as well. But um, that's it. All right,
0: no, no, because I gotta say, fuck Iowa State. As we're as, as we're as we're recording this, honestly, we're recording this on a Wednesday. There's a chance the game might not even be played. But fuck them. I honestly, even if it gets delayed, we can have a second uh, Farmageddon week. Again, fans, tweet us in any ideas. Also, our off-season project is landing on one of these ideas and forcing it into the lexicon. Uh, we also love you guys, but seriously, fuck Iowa State and those Charlie Brown motherfuckers.
3: Alright, now I'm done. Grant, if you want to do your catchphrase,
2: then we'll hit end on this soon. Meet me at the Cathead. Well, the Raven is a wicked bird, his wings are black as sin. And he floats outside my prison window, marking those within. And he sinks to me real low. Tell hell to where you go For you did murder Caden McCannon Dark haired daughter with long green eyes. And when she and I didn't meet, she was bathing in the creek. Prettiest girl in the whole damn holler, that ain't no lie. I went according to Caden McCannon. Got me a job and I quit my rambling. And every day I'd save a quarter of my pay. I could buy a diamond ring. Lord, and one day I come home to find My darling angel's not in sight So I made for the creek She and I didn't meet Found her with some other lover. Then I put three rounds in the Kate McCann.
1: Podcast Network.